Welcome to Dungeons and Dopamine. This is our third podcast. I'm Jess Horsniak. And I'm Brie Fagan. And now I can say this is our third podcast. Third week, third podcast. We did unfortunately discover right before recording that there is another podcast called Dungeons and Dopamine. We're going to do absolutely nothing about it because it's too late. It's too late. We're committed. Mm-hmm. There's an email address, guys, there's, and a Facebook. There's an email and a Facebook. You should email us and like our Facebook and comment on it. We're going to eventually have some plants on it that you guys are going to name. Yes. The look on Bree's face just told me she completely forgot about the plants. And that's okay, because I did not remind her. <laughs> but you can get us via email at dungeonsdopamine at yahoo.com. All one word. I don't think it matters anymore, but it is all lowercase. <laughs> that was like a whole no thing. No space. A whole thing. No space. <laughs> www. <laughs> Capital. <laughs> A. <laughs> None of that matters at all anymore, does it? No. People still say it. Um, I read somewhere, even on like Gmail now and probably Yahoo, if the email address, like my email address is brianne.fagan at gmail.com. If somebody just typed in brianne.fagan at gmail.com, it would still go to me. Unbelievable. Like, they've finally figured that out. Wow. Well, now you know Bree's email if you need anything for real estate. <laughs> so, is there anything this week that has dopamined your brain? Many things. We spent all week camping. So, all of my dopamine is camping related this week and probably next week, to be honest. For a moment, I was like, you're camping again? <laughs> and then I understood that you're just going to hang on to all that dopamine. Yes. I don't know if this counts as dopamine. But we tore up our upstairs, ripped up carpet and walls. It was the messiest thing ever, and I hated it. But it's done. Yay! That's, I think that's the dopamine. It's done. Absolutely. Did you get to just, like, throw it out the windows into a dumpster? <laughs> Not yet. The dumpster's in a couple weeks. Okay. So in a couple weeks, I'll be able to talk about how much dopamine I have received from the dumpster, which... This is an interesting term. Indeed. <laughs> I don't feel good about it. <laughs> Dumpsters and dopamine. <laughs> Solves all of our problems. I bet you no podcast has that name. Probably. <laughs> the I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what a podcast called Dumpsters and Dopamine would look like. Sound like? <laughs> this. It would sound like this. <laughs> I, I do... No, can confirm that as of the time I looked, there was no podcast called Better Than Meth. <laughs> I mean, we are better than meth. We are. It's just a scientifically proven fact. Mm -hmm. When we were children, they studied us and they were like, hell yeah, you're better than meth. And here we are to and this we've day. we maintained that standard Absolutely. our entire lives. I think we've improved, in fact. I would say so just like we're probably cheese. better than other things now too absolutely better than murder yeah absolutely i mean better than dead puppies oh my gosh yes <laughs> <laughs> all right then i want to make sure that does not get cut out of our podcast <laughs> that is gold right there <laughs> Comedy gold. <laughs> Dopamine gold. 
So it does look like this other podcast, which we've only just discovered, so we've not had a chance to actually experience it, but it does look pretty stellar. And it is about Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. So they did win one-up us on that point, but we're going to try and listen, and then when you guys make us popular... We're going to reach out and be like, hey, do you guys want to be on our show? And we can come play D&D with you. I don't know where they're located or who they are or... They're in the UK. So that's even better. Because now we're going to have UK friends. British. We're going to be worldwide. Epic. Um, But also, they have 166 followers. So we can help each other. Yes. I just found their Instagram. Beautiful. It's pretty cool. Folks, we got to make this a happen. Make this a happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mario. <laughs> I'm in. Just in case they don't like Americans, I'll be an Italian. <laughs> I'm so glad you have a backup plan already. We. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you're the one that's really good at making new friends. <laughs> scary isn't it <laughs> i just collect people just, you make friends i make i, I bring them, them in and you absorb them i'm crying because You're i'm so funny now. <laughs> so anyway dopamine go dopamine we love it obviously we love it we're obsessed and i have my final dopamine hit conspiracy theory i don't know if this counts as a conspiracy theory or several conspiracy theories and i guess i'm gonna cut myself off right there and i'm just gonna throw this out there i love disney all things disney i know yes in my house house. (laughs) my whole entire upstairs is the plan is to make it disney themed how many times have you been to disney oh boy um four to five i can't i know that sounds super pretentious but it actually i'm just old and i can't remember <laughs> I have to think really hard they all blend together I exactly and one of them and that's I was, pretty good for like a oh, middle yeah. class midwest michigan yeah yeah person. absolutely and then i am actively trying to plan another trip to bring the seven-year-old and stuff mm-hmm. like that but I think the most important thing to say is if you work for Disney, all of what I'm about to say came from other sources. So if you want to sue somebody, it should be them. Or if you plan to murder somebody to keep them silent, you got to look in their direction. Yeah. Secondhand <clears throat> information, man. Absolutely. I didn't make this up. I'm repeating what I have learned in my own words so that they also do not sue me for (laughs) plagiarism. We are not plagiarizers. (laughs) We use our own words. And now that we've climbed that slippery slope, let me take you on an adventure. So I think the most well-known Disney conspiracy is that Walt Disney is frozen, that he died and had his body frozen I don't know if he did this so that, like, technology one day, he thought it would get so far that it would bring him back and he could live again. Or if he just, forgive me, Walt did epic things, but if he just thought he was so incredible that his body needed to, like, last. 
I, I don't know. There's really nothing about why that I saw. Um, I always assumed it's like a Futurama idea where they, yeah. he at least thinks they can like put his head in some fluid exactly. someday and he can still speak. There is actually a theory that only his head is in fact frozen, but I do think that that came from Futurama. <laughs> Probably. 100%. Mm-hmm. My notes even say that. So. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. There. Absolutely. But now connected to this theory is a fun one and that is that the movie frozen was named frozen so that when you googled frozen disney it would not pop up anything about walt being frozen it would actually pop up like anna elsa is there going to be a sequel here's a link to their merchandise all their songs exactly which has got to be successful like if that was their reasoning they absolutely nailed it (laughs) right best marketing plan ever (laughs) exactly that person a raise exactly so um the hans christian anderson story that this was based on was called the ice queen and there's a lot of people that say like why wouldn't they have named it after the source material and that's the theory i'm gonna bounce around a lot we're gonna talk about obviously walt and then i'm gonna go into some of the cartoons and then we're actually gonna also talk about the parks themselves all right. So speaking of Frozen, how you like that transition? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The the parents crashed, as we know, they crashed in a boat and got stranded somewhere or died or whatever happened. So there is a theory, and I love this theory to be honest, that when they got on the boat after they'd been on it a few months, they realized the mother was pregnant, crashed on an island after she had a baby boy and built themselves a tree house to live in and they were gonna survive until they were attacked by a jaguar the baby was saved by a gorilla and you're making a face like you know exactly where this is going i know every word to every song in tarzan and it's tarzan. all because of eighth grade choir yes absolutely <laughs> And I used to sing uh, You'll Be My Heart to Carly. I still do sometimes, but now she's more like, okay, mom, that's enough. Stop. Same. So um, so that's a theory, which I love. I love that theory. Yes. I mean, he doesn't look anything like them, but also he was raised feral. Exactly. Who knows why his hair's dark? Exactly. Anna's Anna's hair is darkish. Yeah, she's redheaded. Who Mm -hmm. knows? And, you know, things can go weird with stress. If the mom was stressed on the boat, maybe it altered some of that DNA. Science. I don't know. Science. Yeah, cartoon DNA. I do podcasts. (laughs) Don't do science. (laughs) Um, We do know that Disney does like to tie things together. We've actually seen Rapunzel in Frozen 1 entering Arendelle on Coronation Day. It's a little Easter egg. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Rapunzel, how do you like that? Tied this. There's a theory that Mother Gothel, the the lady who kidnaps Rapunzel, is actually the evil queen from Snow White, saying that the evil queen had to... I mean, she couldn't stay where she was. Mm-hmm. She had to leave. She was no longer a queen. She was obsessed with herself and her looks. So she went away, found, um, I can't remember the land that Rapunzel lives in, but found it, found the flower that gives her eternal life and youth and kidnaps Rapunzel and raises her in the tower. And there's a few things that aid the theory. And one is that 
there's a dagger that Mother, Mother Gothel carries, and it looks exactly like the dagger that she presents to the huntsman to kill Snow White and take her heart. And then as she's dying, she pulls that cloak around her and she looks honestly identical to when the old witch is disguised as the apple-toting oh, witch. Oh, yeah. It looks exactly like her. It's crazy. So uh, I love that theory. I think it's really fun. I like fun. that one a lot, too. does not bother me at all. I love it. Now, those, I know there's a ton of brain-exploding theories about the cartoons out there. Mm-hmm. These were two of my favorites that sounded a little conspiracy-ish. Mm-hmm. But that's that's all I've got on those. I think if anybody else has seen any good ones, you should absolutely email them to me because yes. they fascinate me. I There's... There's another one. I can't think of it. I think it has to do with Brave, but I don't remember Oh yeah, yeah. how the connection is. I I've heard that the old witch in Brave is Boo from Monsters Inc. That's the one I read. And then there's something about and Annie there's Andy's like a, mom as well. Yeah, and there's the like doors. A, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. It's mm-hmm. so cool. I love it. I just got I got goosebumps. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we are actually going to shift and talk about the theme parks. Now these, as I was practicing and reading over them, I had to stop because I got super creeped out, but they're so much fun. I will try to tell you what park they're in, whether it's Disney World or Disneyland, but unfortunately I'm not sure on all of them. I've got some, but not all of that information. But we're going to start, and this one is in Disney World. The Tower of Terror in Hollywood Studios is haunted by an employee who had a heart attack while he was loading people. There are four platforms, A, B, C, and D. He died on platform D. And it's said that the employees have to ride the ride at the end of the night and then fill out a report about, like, whether things were working properly or Mm -hmm. if all the bits and pieces were in place. And no one will ride that one alone because... Props are always in the wrong place. The ride will freeze. And then also they see shadows, like people shadows Mm -hmm. around. When stuff isn't supposed to be going on. Exactly. Because this is a creepy ride in its entirety, but this like takes it up a whole new level. Mm -hmm. Now, a ride that is supposed to be very spooky is the Haunted Mansion. This one, I don't know if this is Disneyland or World, but um, there is a scene in the Haunted Mansion of a seance. And there's a rumor that the book of, like, witchcraft that was in that room was actually a spell book from the 1400s. And so when people would go to, like, take their ride around and make sure everything was good, that book would not stay on the pedestal it was supposed to sit on. And once in a while, they would actually hear music when nothing was playing from that room only. Oh boy. Super creepy. They did end up replacing that book <laughs> if what I've read is true. And since then they've had no trouble. They were like, we need a prop for this ride. And some kid was like, I don't know, I got this old book of my grandma's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Great. It looks a little creepy. Great grandma, Baba Yellowlegs. <laughs> I yep. love it. <laughs> exactly. Now, the other gruesome, weird thing, and this is actually completely true, is that people love to dump ashes of their deceased loved ones. I have read that. And the most popular place is the Haunted Mansion. I don't know. I mean, the whole 
The gist of the mansion is that you're joining them to become one of the spooks. But, like, you. And apparently there's, like, training on this if you work there. All they do is vacuum them up. <laughs> All they do is, like, you're like, oh, Grandma, rest in peace. And then they're like, with the Bissell. It, nothing happens. And toss Grandma out with the floor dust. Exactly, with the dirty diapers. Not that they vacuumed the dirty diapers. Hopefully. But they put it in the garbage. It's a big vacuum. Big diaper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so that's less of a conspiracy and more just a gross fact that I learned through all of this. <laughs> um, Pirates of the Caribbean, one of my favorite rides. There is a ghost, George. He haunts the ride. He died in the, uh, the fire scene. Um, there's like an ambush scene with fire and stuff like that. He died while he was working there in that scene. And if you don't greet him in the morning by saying, good morning, George, and say good night at the end of every night, good night, George, the ride will not work that day or it'll keep malfunctioning. The other creepy thing about pirates, and this also is confirmed true, is that the Imagineers couldn't create good enough skeletons back when the ride was created in the 70s. So they called and got uh, real human skeletons to place on the ride. And it's confirmed. Absolutely confirmed. I mean, Um, they do go all out at Disney. Absolutely. They're said, and this might just be like creep factor, but it's said that the, the skeletons are from death row inmates. To me, it's like, okay, maybe they donated their bodies and they were mal- mm-hmm. like not healthy enough or malnourished or whatever, so they were fine giving their skeletons away because they didn't, they didn't, they couldn't learn anything right. from them. Um, or it's just to make it creepier. Right. Now, Disney says that as the Imagineers got better and they could do better, there are no more skeletons. People say they think there's three left. There is one skull. It's above a bed that Disney says is still real and it's still there. I don't know why they haven't changed it, but that's still there. Um, someone said that it was Walt's skull, which that goes against the other theories. <laughs> exactly. He's gonna need that someday. He's exactly, and um, I don't think the timeline quite matches up. I think it's just something someone said to be like, "Huh, that's creepy." But it is still a little freaky that you're looking at real human mm-hmm. bones. Uh, there is rumor that the Small World ride moves even when animatronics are unplugged. They'll like see them blinking and moving and stuff. Um, there's a story from the 90s of the ride being shut down while a family is riding it. And an announcement came on overhead that said, please evacuate just keep your eyes forward and, and evacuate in a timely manner. Uh, probably like, we don't want you to touch stuff. Don't don't touch things. Don't trip. Don't sue us. Just get don't off the ride. Don't trample anybody. Exactly. But this the story goes that this mother was getting off the ride. She had a few um, clicks left on her camera. Of course, it's kind of cool because the lights come up when you're getting off a ride and stuff like that. She's snapping pictures. And for some reason, she looks up toward the ceiling and snaps a photo. And the photo is online, and there is what looks like a hanging body from the ceiling. 
super creepy. Disney came and said we were storing one of our like dolls, one of the ride animatronics up there. It's just poorly stored. And that tracks. Why would they think anybody was going to see that? But if you look at the photo and you're not completely convinced, it's really creepy. It is out there. It's on the internet. You just like Google Disney small world body? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to end up with, but... I mean, <laughs> it's not the weirdest thing I've typed into Google. <laughs> exactly. We do podcasts now. Our Googles are going to be incredibly <laughs> suspicious. But it's really interesting, really creepy. Walt did have an apartment built in Disneyland on Main Street, overlooked the park. And it's said that he still haunts his apartment. Uh, they leave a light on. The light used to be on when he would visit the park, so people would know he was there. Um, since then, the, if the light gets turned off, he turns it back on, as if to say, like, I'm here, I'm not leaving, my body's frozen over in that freezer. <laughs> I'm still waiting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, so that one's almost less creepy than, like, oh, okay, he's there, he's got it, no biggie. Um, there is a very creepy water park. It's from the 1970s. They built it to, the, it was their very first water park, and they built it with the plan that the lakes around there would feed water into the park, and that would be the water that, like, you went down the slides and into the pools and stuff like that. To me, that's super, like, begging for a crocodile to eat somebody alligator i think i don't Which know what happens exactly now. oh god yes whole other topic <laughs> um and it's been abandoned i think since the 80s the rumor is that music and announcements and stuff still play on all the speakers oh. there are some really cool videos of like urban explorers going through it um, but I think personally the worst fact, and this is fact, not conspiracy, about this park is that because it was using lake water, not chlorinated water, one of the kids in the 80s, I believe, died of a brain-eating amoeba that he contracted from the lake. Ooh. Horrible. Ooh. And spooky. Is that why it's deserted? No, they just lost. They they were actually allowed to stay open after this happened oh. to this kid. They were just they built these grander, more appropriate themed mm-hmm. and stuff parks and that didn't use lake water. Ooh, yeah, with Florida amoebas in it. Yeah, they closed it down. But there are some really cool urban explorer videos out there. Some of them, if you want to give yourself the creeps, have like great ambiance to them. There is a rumor that. Uh, have you heard of Club 33? Yes. Super exclusive. Like, not something you and I would ever be able to do. I think it's 50000 as a fee to join. Someday. <laughs> Once I sell my house and soul. <laughs> um, and then it's like, like 30000 a year to remain a part of this club. There are venues for this club in Disney World and Disneyland and they're super exclusive obviously you have to be a member to join it's like a celebrities go there Mm -hmm. to escape the crowds and that kind of stuff well there's a rumor that because Walt was a mason that he was also an Illuminati 
and that he was creating Club 33 to host Illuminati meetings and things like that. He actually died before it was completed, so it never would have actually hosted one while he was alive. But the rumor is that's why he was doing it. I'm not going further into Illuminati. That <laughs> no. Sh- that stuff's no. scary, then and I don't want to die. Murdered. Exactly. Um, there is a rumor that the giant turkey legs are actually emu legs. I mean, I don't really like emus anyway. It's fine. They're pretty mean. They mm-hmm. beat, like, all of Australia. They won a whole war. Yeah. Let's <laughs> eat the emus. Yeah. Start fine. a petition. I hope it is emus. <laughs> Like, like we're gonna be known for hating emus now. <laughs> that that's gonna be it. Exactly. Have you, have you heard that new podcast that, they where they emus. really hate emus? I think it's like Dungeons and Emus or <laughs> something like that. There's a rumor that the music and rides keep going all night. They don't stop running, Ooh. which just gives like, like, ooh, I just hate that. Deserted places give me the creeps. Absolutely. Like the water park you were yes. talking about is terrifying deserted malls yeah or like housing developments oh my gosh yes or especially like military bases they walked away where like cups of coffee were still on yeah. the table and stuff mm. anyway oh my gosh we're gonna have to get into this mm-hmm. so um future topics exactly <laughs> it's said that space mountain is haunted by a red-haired man he will stand in line and wait with single riders or sometimes even get on the ride with them, but he will disappear before the ride ends. People who have experienced the red-headed man have also said that they've spoken with him and gotten on the ride with him, but that by the time they got back, he was no longer there. That he disappears at like the darkest part of the ride and then he's just gone. Oh my god. He's one and of multiple the creepiest. people? Yes. Yes. So, don't know, you know, conspiracy could be a bunch of people that are like, oh, this is a fun story. This is great. I'm going to join on. Exactly. Red-haired guy. Yeah, it's totally, he totally left. But I find him incredibly creepy. Right? Um, something that was proven as a fact was, unfortunately, in the 70s, there was a woman who was crushed on a ride called America Sings. It would sort of rotate and the walls would shift and she was actually caught and crushed between two of the walls. Super tragic, really sad. They did fix the ride, thankfully. Well, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't even think that's an attraction any longer. But they do say that her voice can be heard telling you to be careful if you're anywhere oh. near the walls and you work there. This story just made me chuckle. Uh, a worker was working at Disney World one day and saw a box chained to a lamppost. He got super concerned and he called in the police and the bomb squad and it turned out to be just some family's lunch that didn't want to carry it but didn't want to lose it. <laughs> so they locked it to a bowl. I cannot put logic behind it. I don't want to carry this anymore. <laughs> That's okay. We'll just leave it right here. We'll oh, I've got my next. bike chain. How convenient. <laughs> they planned that. They must have if they had the bike chain with oh, them. Oh, for real. Absolutely. It's worse or that they way. they were creepy. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Yeah. This is conspiracy theories. Uh, True. Talk. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it's said that the Disney Matterhorn is cursed. Um, it's caught on fire. And people have been launched out of their seats. This would be at Disneyland. 
Um, and then my last real, I guess I can't say real, my last real fake thing, because <laughs> I can't confirm <laughs> if it's real or not, is that the folks who drive the safari cars are taught that if you were riding and you fell off the car in the area where the alligators are, there's a bridge that goes over the alligators, they're real. If you are, if you fall off, you, they are taught to drive away really fast because apparently this is the same area where they feed the alligators. Oh. And I know. I'm like, why would you do that? You're going to you people should, driving there. Yeah. Why don't you feed them like 30 feet somewhere away? Else. Exactly. But Fresh meat, guys. <laughs> exactly. Maybe they're hoping they can cut down on cause. <laughs> but it said that they're taught to drive away really fast because once you're down, there's no hope for you. Because alligators move fast. Yes, and they're vicious, and I, 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 I lose my words because if I think about the the whole thing, it totally breaks my brain. But I it, was not afraid of alligators until the one ate the boy. Oh my Disney gosh! World. Right, like ruined my life for days. Seriously, especially if you have a child and you. Oh. And I feel like Connor was right around the same age. Gosh. And Disney's supposed to be like the happiest moment of your life. And Connor People had dream of it no self preservation. Yeah, like, oh yeah. Connor totally would have been eaten by an alligator. Absolutely. Or he would have rode the alligator. One of those. I mean, like, that is a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's terrible. I didn't do any research on that, but I do know the story. It's not a conspiracy, it's really just a tragic event that happened. But I just love what's wrapped around. All this spooky mm-hmm. crap. I don't know if any of it's real. Um, <laughs> Except for the ones that you confirmed Confirmed were real. real, yes. Well, and like the um, the small world photo, did you find it? I did. It's super creepy. It's so creepy, especially if you hear the story behind it. Yeah. It does, in fact, to me, look like an animatronic from... It's like a little... He's all colorful and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but you can tell that it's a like body shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's... Yeah. I mean, he kind of looks like a Chucky doll. Which you love. Yeah, so it's probably where my <laughs> why my mind went straight there. But it definitely looks like a body. It it's really creepy and the story was pretty consistent every time I found it. I did look for it more than once. I kinda went through all of this material several times so that I could get the fun parts of it. Right. <laughs> um, Not just all the awful things. Exactly. Or just like some rando decided to blog. I made up a bunch of Disney conspiracies. So, um, yeah, those are my conspiracies. This gave me way too much dopamine for the creepiness factor and the gross-out factor. But I got it. I got the dopamine. And I was super excited to share it with you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I was excited to hear about it. So I have a couple questions. And I really need to get, like, a notepad so I can just jot notes so we can go back. Right. So I don't interrupt you because I'm awful at interrupting. (laughs) Um, and we get sidetracked. Absolutely. So first, I want to talk about how the Disney workers have to ride the rides at the end of the night. Right? <laughs> like, how do you... I just can't imagine a life where I'm like, oh, it's the end of the night. I have to ride this roller coaster again to make sure everything's put back where it's supposed to be. <laughs> like, you work a life where you get sick of roller coasters? I would be so sad. Right. Right. Because you and I are very faithful roller coaster enthusiasts 
Um, I am looking forward to the summer because Connor will be big enough to ride at least a couple roller coasters with me and I cannot wait to get him on roller coasters. Yes, so much fun. I I've been begging Carly to try some of the coasters. She's really excited about it, but you always are until you get in line right. and then it's, you're terrified. And you're so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about it. But yeah, I mean, go. that's I it. Guess like, I'll do it again. Or if you have heard some of these rumors and you have to go do it, that's so right? creepy. And then going back to the ghost named George. George. I wonder if they tr- like the new person comes in and they're like, "Okay, well you're going to be trained on this on this ride." And every day when you come in, you have to say hello to George. And the person be like, "Um, what?" They're like, well, that's the ghost. This <laughs> is what heard? we have to do or it won't work. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then, like, if you went back in time with, like, a history camera, because, of course, those exist, you'd find out that it was just, like, an old curmudgeon guy who ran the ride. And if he got ticked because you didn't say good morning or good night, whatever shift he was working, he'd, like, spit on the boat or something. <laughs> And it all started there. And now, and now he's just a curmudgeon ghost <laughs> that throws a fit if you're not friendly enough to him. Exactly. I love that. My, I think my favorite is the red-haired uh, yes. guy. He's he's really creepy I'm to me. I'm a little disappointed I didn't get to see him. Right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, my husband was riding next to me the whole time, so that's probably why. You should probably try again. Now there's three of you, so yeah. have so hubby ride Zach with Zach and Connor. Connor can ride together, and I can ride by myself. Yes. In hopes that the redhead will visit me. We know by how yourself. I like redheads. In quotes. <laughs> I made a heart. <laughs> I mean, that works too. Redhead heart. <laughs> by myself. <laughs> so, that was my dopamine love your questions it was love this topic it gave me dopamine i love it i just have to say i was super stressed on my way here today and now i'm not because dopamine yes (laughs) all right so mine is not nearly as intriguing as yours maybe i should have gone second we'll know better now (laughs) (laughs) jessica's always more interesting (laughs) Brianne just talks about whatever's happening. This is how I make the friends and you keep them. Because you have substance and I just have excitement. Hi, new friend. Let me tell you how to care for your houseplants. And you're like, hey, new friend. Let me draw you in with this intriguing tale of conspiracy (laughs) theories and death. This is Bri. She'll teach you about your houseplants. We're We're good. We got a good team here. Yeah, absolutely. So, as I mentioned, um, I took 10 days off one of my jobs. Not both of my jobs. Not all three of my jobs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Zach, my husband, and I went camping for a couple days. And then for Memorial Day, we took Connor camping. And we took Connor tent camping for the first time. Um, Because we, for some reason, have it in our brain that we want to be tent people. I don't know why. Um, So I'm going to start out just kind of talking. I basically went Pinterest crazy. I'm going to talk about all these things I read about with family camping and tent camping and how to make things easier. Then I'm going to talk about all of my things that went wrong within that planning because this is my life. Um, (laughs) And then next week I will talk about some of these things I tried and whether or not they worked. So, um, the biggest, so if you get on Pinterest and you look up camping hacks, 
like the 90% of the first things you see is dollar store camping hacks. So there are lists and lists of things you can buy. It's not the dollar store anymore. It's the dollar 25 store. That's right. But the dollar tree, not family dollar or general dollar because those ones are not dollar 25 stores. You have to go to the actual dollar tree. Um, the ones that I thought were really cool specific to my family um, is if apparently they sell cake carriers there and okay. that works really well for like plates and silverware on your like a round one okay i was gonna like say a she cake round like, like a round nine inch cake with like the handle round top over it uh for a dollar 25 and you can put like your paper plates and your utensils in there and cover it up so the bugs don't get on them and they don't get moist from the air and you can just leave them out all the time so you're not searching for them and then they also sell which I know they sell because my mom buys them. She thinks they're super cute. Just tiny glass jars. Like, I think they sell it in, like, their um, fairy garden stuff or, like, their craft stuff. Um, and those are great for spices. Okay. So, one of the, you know, because we're going to be tent campers, we're really worried about space. But my husband is a great cook, so we want to be able to have those spices. And then the biggest thing was just a, like hanging shoe organizer with all the pockets okay and you can hang that around a tree or from your pop-up tent or wherever you can hang it and now you have like 16 pockets to put garbage bags and bug spray and sunscreen oh. and all the things that are always spread around your campsite or in a tent somewhere you wouldn't know any of this because you don't camp <laughs> But that is a thing that happens. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I can picture it. Okay. Um, I do have one of those shoe organizers, but we keep Barbies in it. That is also a great yeah. idea. Oh, it's genius. I saw that on Pinterest also. I'm going to need like eight. I could organize so many of kind of things with this. <laughs> but yeah, I do not. What is camping? <laughs> so our biggest problems. We are an entire family of ADHD. My husband, myself, and... Connor, who has not been diagnosed and probably won't be for a long time because we already know it exists, so we just handle it. Um, but we lose stuff everywhere. It's in someone's tent, it's in the Jeep, it's laying on the ground somewhere, it fell over and nobody picked it up, so the shoe hanger. Another thing I concentrated on was things that didn't, food specifically, that didn't have to be refrigerated. Um, and also food that could be, you know, you bring one ingredient and it works for two meals. So we did um, walking tacos the first night, which are super easy if you prepare the meat ahead of time and have everything there. It's great for the night you get to camp because you're tired and hungry from driving there and your husband won't stop anywhere and he just wants to get everything set up. But if you have the meat ready and all of the stuff, you just throw them in a chip bag and you're good to go and then you use the lettuce and tomato the next day for BLTs and obviously use the bacon for breakfast and for lunch um, so we tried to we coordinated meals like that and we only had a pretty small cooler for food so I focused a lot on fruits and vegetables because they don't necessarily have to be refrigerated until you like cut them or it gets too hot it's easy to grab. And they're easy to grab. They're easy snacks. I concentrated on snacks that don't need to be refrigerated. So Aldi always has the great graham cracker bears and all of that. Condiments don't need to be refrigerated. I mean, mayonnaise probably should be once you open it. 
didn't read the bottle, but ketchup and mustard don't have to be refrigerated, which people seem to forget. But if you go to a restaurant, they're just sitting they're, on the table. Yeah, always. And um, I also tried or wanted to try frozen pancake batter. So you can freeze pancake batter after it's made in like a gallon zip Ziploc bag. And then you throw it in the cooler and when it melts or when it thaws, then you just cut a corner off the Ziploc bag and you have a pancake pour. Spoiler alert. Ours was very, very frozen, and we never ended up using it. I'm a little sad about that. So the next thing I concentrated on was kid activities, because Connor was going to be without screens for four days, which, oh my gosh, God forbid, and has the need to be doing something pretty much constantly if he's not distracted by a screen. This is probably something everybody's heard of, but glow bowling, where you just use water bottles filled with water and you put a glow stick in them. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so you can do that at night. And then they also had a bunch of like kids scavenger hunts that you could do, you know, simple stuff, pine cones, sticks, leaves, certain leaves. I did a packing checklist for Connor to see if he could start packing on his own. And he did help me sit down and write it out, which was super cool. I also looked at like tie-dye or painting because you're outside already why not do a messy activity and then the last subject i kind of looked at was kind of just general camping hacks so this is all the stuff you read on the internet and you wonder if it really works or if it doesn't work the biggest one i kept coming across was that doritos make really good fire starter yeah i've um, seen that i've yeah. never tested it but and I've seen we it. were gonna have walking tacos anyway so we're gonna we tested that one out the second one I tried were lint balls in an egg carton. So we have chickens, people give us a lot of egg cartons. I really like the cardboard ones because they're easier to recycle and better for the environment and all that. But they're also, um, I found a bunch of hacks where you fill them up with like dryer lint, fill each hole with dryer lint, and then pour like melted candle wax over them just a little bit to kind of hold them together. And those make really good fire, fire starters. So I made those. Um, I had to try the do-it-yourself milk jug lanterns because again, we're worried about space. So being able to combine things into things that have multi-purpose are great. Um, and that's just milk jugs full of clear, milk jugs full of water, and you put like a headlamp around them. I've seen And it that. makes a lamp. Yeah, and then you can put it outside because it's just a jug of water. So right. So it doesn't matter. No one's going to take it, first of all. And if someone did... Who cares? Right. It's jug. And the other cool thing about a giant jug of water is if you freeze it ahead of time, it makes ice in your cooler. So now, and depending on your water, if you think it would be drinkable or not, you can, you know, you can use it for washing hands, washing dishes, any of that. But we have really good water at our house, so you can also use it for drinking. And obviously it's keeping all your stuff cold at the same time. So that one really has like three purposes. Plus, it has a headlamp. I so, love that. And it meant I got to bring less lanterns. We still had too many because my husband is an electrician. And I did have to send him to the store the second day because we did forget enough things that I had to send him to the store. Um, particularly D batteries because everything you camp with requires D batteries. Um... My husband missed the memo where I was specifically looking for D batteries, not to put them in the lantern, but because I needed D batteries. So instead he bought another lantern 
<laughs> that takes double A's. <laughs> we have many lanterns. So, <laughs> I was hoping that the milk jug thing would work and I could get rid of some. If you check our Facebook, we've got lanterns for sale. <laughs> you can help fund the Fagan family trip to Disney World where Brie rides next to the red-haired man. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Best fundraiser ever. Um, so, I won't get into yet how, whether or not these things work. I did already tell you that I failed at the frozen pancake batter. Um, I also pretty much failed at the Dollar Tree stop because the one I went to was being renovated and I could <laughs> not go in. Um, and I had every intention of going before we left, but my husband got really stressed out packing and just wasn't feasible to ask him to stop at the dollar store so I could buy some cool camping things for my podcast. Um, but we did, well, we really just kind of for went for went decided to forego everything anyway. Um, the meals I planned were so simple, we didn't really need a lot of spices. The cake carrier would have been great, but it wasn't necessary. I did, I talked about the shoe, shoe organizer all weekend long and how amazing it would have been. So I am gonna go buy like 10 of those just for my life now. Um, the foods that did not need to be refrigerated worked out really well, except for the moldy strawberries. I would probably put them in the cooler next time. Wise. Yeah. But all of the other fruit stayed really good in just like a regular cooler um, that we kept in the shade. So that was... Nice. And then we were eating healthier. So instead of bringing like a bunch of garbage and easy stuff that we could have just pulled out of the cooler, we were eating fruits and vegetables. Now, you did camp somewhere where you did not have to worry about wildlife. Right? Kind of. We were in like the northern middle part of Michigan. So technically there was probably bears around. Um, there wasn't a lot of warning about it from our, our place we were camping. They said like, don't leave your garbage out because the critters will get it. But they didn't say like, don't leave your food out because the bears will eat you. Okay. So <laughs> we didn't have that problem. You weren't like out in the middle of nowhere in the woods oh, no. you guys were like yeah campground with connor we figured we better do a campground and it was it wasn't like resort fancy but it had a pool and it, it which actually brings me to so my kid activities all got blown out of the water because the campground we stayed at had way better activities um i did not need to do glow bowling because they had a glow hay ride yep i want that <laughs> forget was, the children it was amazing <laughs> zach and i both went and, and they did it numerous times so that all the kids could go on it. And then the bigger kids, like, rode behind it on their bikes with oh, all I of their that. cool stuff. Yeah. Um, they also, the first night, had a memorial, or during the day, had a Memorial Day bike decorating craft event. And then a Memorial Day bike parade for all the kids. I love that. So we didn't get to my painting. They also did tie-dye, so that wasn't necessary. And they're so fancy, they have an app. Uh, so you can have like firewood and ice delivered and like ask, like get questions answered. It also had two scavenger hunts on it for kids where you just wandered around the campground and took pictures of like whatever the hint was or whatever the guess was for the hint. And then they gave you prizes when you brought it to the, to the camp store. Oh, that's amazing. I yes. love that. I did. Well, the only thing I, I bought, brought some like Christmas craft stuff that people had given Connor 
um, I like build a. I think he built a pinball machine for oh, my cool. for my dad and my my Alice. But yeah, all of my activities were pretty lame compared to the campground. But this campground was only thirty five dollars a night. Too, Holy by the cow! Way. Like it wasn't a hoity toity place. Um, it had my site had water and electric, but we didn't use it much. Uh, it was nice. Did they have cabins? Uh, no, but they had campers you could rent to Beautiful. stay in. Beautiful. See, and there's one where of them had pink flamingos. Oh, see. So maybe the Warzniaks and the Fagans will take on Starlight Campground in Mancelona, Michigan, which is the best campground ever. Just shameless wait. plug there for these nice people that I camped with. Wait until you hear my my next few topics. You might never camp again. Okay. Let's <laughs> put a pin in that. <laughs> um, so those things didn't... The, the checklist went really well. Connor helped me make his checklist. We wrote it all out together. Um, he's still working on his reading, but he knew the words good enough that he was able to pick everything out and put it in a bag. And, and it was that was super cool. I'm going to do that forever. I had to help, but he did good. But the camping hacks... So these turned out pretty cool. Um, one that I forgot to mention is I was going to buy sage to put in a bonfire, which is supposed to help with mosquitoes. Sure. Um, the campground had no mosquitoes, so we didn't use it. Or I didn't buy it, but we wouldn't have used it anyway. The Doritos are actually very flammable. They make great fire starter. Um, Zach, I bought for our anniversary, I bought Zach this um, BioLite clean fuel burning camp stove. So you can burn like sticks and pine cones and stuff. So it burns really clean so there's no smoke. Um, and then there's like a grill you can put on top of it. We used the Doritos to start the fire in there to like make the coffee and stuff in the morning. It was, and it, it also works with Cheetos. It did not matter whether they were uh, Cool Ranch or regular Doritos either. They all worked. So I need to test a theory now. I need him to bring that over. We need to use Cheetos, and I want to grill hot dogs on it and okay. see if it makes them flavored. Ooh. I don't think it's enough to make them flavored, but I'll still try it. Okay, beautiful. One I of these Cheetos times. and the grill and hot dogs. Perfect. I'll just go get them right now. <laughs> Experiment time. Science. <laughs> thought we already covered this. We do podcasts, not science. <laughs> Keep getting that wrong. So then I had also made the egg curtain with the lint balls and the candle wax in it, which my husband thought was insane. And I was pretty worried about because we have three dogs and our dryer lint is full of a lot of dog hair. And I was really worried it was going to be really stinky. But I got up the second morning and it was 39 degrees in Mancelona, Michigan, and we were sleeping in tents. Um... But I was able to very quickly start the fire with these weird lint balls. Like, I basically still used hot coals from the night before and put the lint balls in there and, like, barely lit a lighter and it just started up and fed the fire. It was crazy. That's actually awesome. And I love that it uses something that you just put in the garbage. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's, like, I, what am I going to... I'm Somehow I'm going to make something of this. Except, again, dogs. Uh, I did not notice a smell, but disclaimer, I have an awful sense of smell. So maybe it stunk. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I also used a really pretty smelling candle when I used the wax. So maybe that helped. <laughs> and then on the last day, I just, there was a couple left in it and I needed to start a fire for breakfast. And I just lit the carton on fire and threw that in there and it burned long enough to start a fire. The milk jug lanterns also did not work as well as I wanted, or 
it didn't go as planned. It still worked. So the issue became my husband and I don't drink milk out of jugs. And I wasn't going to pay money to buy store water when my water is much more delicious. So instead I froze, I put our water in um, whatever water bottles we had laying around and I froze those. And it worked really well. They stayed frozen for quite a while. And then obviously because they were like 20 ounce bottles, we couldn't use the headlamps on them. Of course. But we do for some reason travel with a whole bunch of like yard solar lights, like kind you would hang on fences um, because, and then we put them like by tent poles or um, if you have one of those tents that has strings, we put them by the strings. So we, Zach set one of those on top of one of the water bottles and it actually worked really well as a cute little lantern. Perfect. So it still worked and it was easier for us. I'd probably try to do the bigger milk jugs in the future just for the freezing capacity, but we tent camped all four or all four of us surprise <laughs> just wait till you hear next week's topic maybe there were four of nope. you <laughs> there were three of us we had a great time we survived tent camping um we have not yet decided if this has made us a tent camping family or not we do like our camper sometimes just for the convenience of having everything in the camper like yes. we forgot coffee cups because i always have 13 coffee cups in the camper so why would I need to pack them to go camping? So we just forgot stupid stuff like that. So that you count on being there without realizing that you're counting on it. Mm -hmm. And we Plus also if made it had rained. Huh? Oh, if yes. it had rained. Yeah, yes. we got really lucky on the weather. It was sunny all weekend. It was, like I said, cold at night, but we survived that no problem. Um, we also made the bad decision to buy. We thought we were going to be cool and sleep. Um, we got a truck bed camper or tent not a camper that would have been better right um but when you only drive one vehicle to go camping and then you build your sleeping quarters in the back of it if you decide the next day you have to go to the store you have to take your tent down and yes. cover it with a cargo net and hope that it doesn't get disturbed on the drive i never would have thought of that until i said hey we need to go to the store mm -hmm. yeah and at first we like we googled it and i was like oh the store's only two miles away i brought my bike i'll go it'll be fine thankfully we, we remembered that we needed beer and i was not going to carry beer back on my bike because when we got when my husband got out of the campground to go to the store he realized that the like the whole first mile to the store was a giant hill oh with like four curves on it and i absolutely would have died or i would have gotten to the top of it and turned around and went back to the campground and been like no thanks i love it so so, so we're camping people that is for sure we're just not sure if we're tent people i'm not sure how we're friends <laughs> uh, but I do love that if I ever do camp in a well-fortified tent, no, 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 <laughs> Never. vehicle, cabin, resort, five-star, <laughs> all-inclusive resort, <laughs> I will absolutely, I do think the tips were great. Um, you know I think we everything should, you need to know now. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think we should post some of them on our Facebook. When mm -hmm. this episode comes out, we'll throw some on there. Yeah. Um, I probably took pictures of a few of them. We'll share them as though we made them up. 
Yeah, it'll be fine. We're not going to share the Disney photo because no. that's creepy, but do feel free to Google it if you wish to have nightmares. Mm-hmm. We will probably also, depending on what we're talking about, list maybe some of our sources where we got the information um, so you can go give them love too. Yes. We're all about sharing the love. I love it. I hope it brought you some dopamine too. It did. I love it. Yeah. Your, your Disney stories definitely brought me dopamine and a little bit of creepiness. So I've done my job here. Mm-hmm. I hope all of you feel the same. Please check out our Facebook. Feel free to email us. Send us some ideas. I love to learn new stuff. I love creepy things. So I'd love to hear anything <laughs> you have to say about creepy things, conspiracies. Um, I don't, I think we'd re- we'd really think about any topic we got mm-hmm. sent because if one of us doesn't find it interesting, the other might. So let us know. Yeah. And thank you for listening. You've just heard dungeons and dopamine. That's us. That's us. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh.